Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Renew Your Spirit of Excellence, aka RISE, and I'm your host, Anze. So this topic today is going to be titled Fertile Grounds, and the reason this came to me uh, for something that I needed to talk about, the reason why this became a topic was because I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, and I realized that this year even though has been one of the most challenging years arguably one of the most challenging years in everybody's life i believe that the young people are the ones benefiting the most from this they have the adults especially the animals (laughs) you have the adults locked up in the house they're not going out much and the youths are killing it creative they're visionaries they are doing so many things typically you would find these things happening but it's not so much it's not uh as talked about as it should as it deserves but i came across a number of young people especially from from my country where i come from and a few here in the united states i can name some of them because i know very well that these are people that I've watched grow. Andy, Andy Odate, Etaka Edia, Inop Edia, um, Rufu. These are kids that are kicking some serious butt, excuse me. And I noticed that as much as I give them support, motivation, and the little that I can offer to support their cause donations or whatever it is I realized that when I share with other people one of the things that I hear is well that's a waste of my time well that's never gonna go anywhere well nothing good is ever gonna come out of that really people really okay so this is where fertile grounds comes in because I noticed that we're watching fertile grounds right now We're watching the young people set the foundation of where they're going to be in the future. We look at Instagram photos. When that picture of Jeff Bezos shows up with him having Instagram, sorry, not Instagram, Amazon, (laughs) Instagram, Amazon written on the back of his computer in in a Sharpie, everybody goes, oh yeah, that's me. Yeah, that's going to be me in the future. And it's so easy to fit yourself in that picture. So we have this perfect vision of what we want our our dreams to look like. But we're not yet connected with the reality of where we are today. And the fact that this today is a part of that vision for tomorrow. When I say this, I really mean that when we find fertile grounds, like the young people that I've just named. And there's so many more. On Instagram, I saw this little boy. I don't remember how old he was, but he was making a lemonade stand to raise funds to buy diapers for single moms. There's probably a story there. Maybe his mom was single. I don't know. But what makes a child go through that episode where he wants to do something like that? And who supports it? Can we be the people that go out there and find these children to give to them? Now, you don't have to give money. Here's the beautiful thing. 
you don't have to give money. Money is great. But the support, the encouragement, the motivation, the mentoring, the coaching, the positive energy, oh God, that one is super, super helpful. The positive energy, that can really fuel this these seeds to grow healthily and produce great healthy fruits. And I'm not just saying that sowing these fertile grounds because one day you come back and then you reap. No. Somebody sowed for you to reap from. I remember my own story. There are days when I would watch that tiny white line on the, on the sky and I look at the airplane as I was a kid. Uh, I thought it was a rocket or God was sending somebody to run an errand. There's so many ideas that went through my head every time I'll do that. I'll just go stand outside waiting for that white line. And the moment I started talking about this idea of mine, what I wanted to do, people would tell me, be quiet. You're never going to get there. Yeah, that's not for you. You're a woman. Get married. Have children. Make babies and be somebody's wife. It's not a bad idea. It's beautiful life events. But that I'm grateful that, that they didn't really stop me. But here are the people that sowed seeds in me. I remember when I had my um, visa to travel to the United States and my dad didn't have enough money to send me because obviously I had admission to a university, right? I had plans, I had dreams, I had goals. And eight people, eight people contributed money to buy a flight ticket that was worth about $1,600. And I had $50 in my hands as my entire budget for that year because I had no clue what was going to happen. These people sold in me. And outside of those eight people, somebody outside of them came in and told me exactly how the credit system works, the legal system works, and all of that stuff just gave me little nuggets. I came across someone who was talking about Oprah, saying they hated Oprah because laundry list of things but one of them was because Oprah had to go build a school in Africa and for girls why just for girls I get it and he had a laundry list of how Oprah could use her money literally she could do this she could do that she could do this but instead she did that and I went wow so my only question to him was what do you do and he's like yeah I've made wealth for myself and I've actually uh, been in the NFL and retired and I was like wow that's fantastic so, did you build a school? I mean, maybe you didn't could, didn't have enough of the NFL to build a school, but were you able to to do something like maybe one of the things that you think Oprah should do? Well, literally, the conversation ended because he didn't. But he was proud of the fact that he played for the NFL, and Oprah made money off of people from Chicago and all that, and she could have used her money to help people from Chicago and wherever Oprah was raised. And I said, sometimes it's hard to take your own advice. But what I would say is, remember, it's so easy for us to look at somebody's life and we have a perfect, perfect description of how they can live their lives, what kind of food they can eat, how they can raise their kids, what kind of car they should drive, where to donate their money, how much to donate, what to wear, what not to wear, what to say, what not to say. I mean, we have a 
perfect example of how somebody can succeed in their lives based on our per- our viewpoint. But the problem is we have no clue how to run our lives. We literally are falling apart. And we have a perfect idea on how a celebrity or some rich person or some millionaire or maybe just your neighbor should live. Granted, we all have opinions. Do you think that that's because we lack positive energy to give? No, we're so, so sold on this negative energy feed that it feels like if you're not saying something negative, you're not hip enough or hype enough or something enough. And it becomes such a habit that is hard to break. <laughs> I I find it very interesting because when I when I met one of these kids that I'm talking about, it's a young lady who's 22, 23 years old, and has ran uh, two different cohorts for coaching and training, like a boot camp for indigenous business women. Business women in local communities where she, in the local community where she is in. And this boot camp would have 30 people from all across Africa Kenya, Sudan, Uganda, Cameroon, Nigeria, Ghana, South Africa. And I was floored at the ideas that these young people had because inside of those 30 people, they were all under 25, 28, under 28 or 25. And their minds were vibrant. They were engineers that were trying to create uh, products for this. Or there were just so many. I feel like I'm stuttering right now trying to speak because I feel so energized and passionate about this topic. When you have an idea, you wish people would support you. You wish they would see the vision that you have in your head. 99.9% of the time, they don't see that vision the way you do. So what they're criticizing is their vision of what they have in their minds that would never align with yours. They've created a perfection of what they're seeing that is not aligned with your reality of where you are. And so you might hold a grudge against them. You might feel bad. So I I want to encourage you that when you see fertile ground, sow a seed. Not because you're going to come back to that fertile ground and reap from there, but because somebody will harvest from there and will be grateful that you did. And you have been able to harvest because somebody sowed. And if we do something like that, yeah, it sounds like kumbaya and whatnot. But when we do this, believe it or not, it sounds like it's usually the small little things, the tiniest little, the tiniest things, just very simple. That makes, gives us the peace that we're looking for. It's the simple things. You don't have to give $500 or $50 if you have, give. But sow a seed. Encourage someone. Tell them, I've seen what you're doing. I don't see the vision yet, but I can ha- I have an idea of where this is going. And I'm just grateful that you have passion. And I, I, I really believe in you. Say that to somebody. Even if they look like 
nothing is working out at that point. When I met Andy, Andy O'Date, where Andy is right now, even I literally cannot afford his training courses sometimes because he started from nowhere. But I saw him and I had faith in him. I just believed in him. And he would come from time to time just we'll just have banter or mentoring and all that. And I, I see how fast he's growing and I'm just grateful to just watch him grow. I think that if we make a commitment to just find one person a year, not a month, if you can do one a month, that would be awesome. Find one person a year that you can mentor, coach, support, encourage, even donate something to them on a cause that they are doing. Find somebody that's doing something, that's trying to get to somewhere. One of the most brilliant minds in the in the, in the entrepreneurial um, game is Damon John. And he said something one time that many people are not chasing their dreams but they're chasing a dream. They're chasing a dream to be rich. Their dream is to be rich. And that's not a dream. Because when they get to, to that goal, when they get to that, that rich part of whatever that is, it's not a goal or a passion. And so they become rich, but there's no goal or passion attached to it. So they become miserable and unfulfilled. And that's so true. There's nothing against wishing to be rich. But if you don't have a goal or a passion to attach that to, when you get that money and you want to attach it to it, that makes a whole lot of difference because now you're not focusing on the money. You're focusing on serving. You're focusing on that passion. So there's a difference. The only issue is that a lot of times we think we think that getting money is a goal. It's It's good. But it's usually not where we need to be because money itself needs to be attached to something for it to have value, right? Because money by itself is is nothing, it's useless. But if it's attached to something, it has value, right? So I'm just trying to encourage you today to remember when you find a fertile ground around you, so see, there's so many young people around. We can criticize people, we can criticize Oprah, we can criticize LeBron James or athletes or whoever for not doing what we would have wanted, we would have done if we had their money. It's easy to look at the spotlight and want to be in it, but when you're in it, you feel the pressure. And you're probably not operating the same way you thought you would if you were there. So let's cut that spotlight BS for a second and focus on where you are. Because while you're saying that in your apartment, that if I had this money, I could do this, I'll help the poor, donate. And as soon as you step out of that apartment, there's someone on the street just asking for help. Maybe it's a veteran. Maybe it's a lady who needs help, a place to stay. First thing we do is we judge them. And that's human. I mean, I'm not faulting anybody for judging, but that's human. First thing we do is, I'm not giving them my, get a job giving them my money they'll go get drugs maybe that's true maybe they will get drugs maybe they could get a job but maybe you are that ninth person to the tenth person that will give the money and they'll be fed up or help them to get up from their feet and go get a job or become better or not do drugs anymore 
the one little seed that is around us for us to sow, we don't focus on it. We focus on the big picture, and usually the big picture is an illusion. It starts from that tiny little seed. I remember this kid that I used to watch when I was growing up, and he now has this. Uh, I, I see, I see a little young Tyler Perry in this man. He has this thing called Njoka TV. It's N J O K A, and he's making films. He's doing local films and uh, just interviewing people on YouTube and stuff like that. And he's so passionate about creating a television network someday. He, If you ask him, he will tell you exactly how it's going to look like and how he's going to feel when it's running up, when it's up and running. Does he want to be rich? Yeah. But he has a passion and a goal tied to to what he's looking for riches to, to, to do with. What he's looking to do with his riches. So when I look at him and I was trying to support him and encouraging him, I, I could not imagine the amount of gratitude that came out of that, that young man. But these are the little things that I'm talking about. We want our world to be better, but we don't really want to do anything about it to, for it to be better because we want the next person to do it. We want the rich people to do it. We want the government to do it. We want foreign aid to do it. And we point fingers at each other. It's your fault. No, it's your fault. No, it is my fault. If I don't look at somebody who is fertile enough for me to sow in them, it is my fault. And remember that. You are the one that's going to create the environment that you want tomorrow. From the one that is it's in the body that you live in, you creating the environment in the body that you live in the same environment where you live in tomorrow based on the people you hang around with based on the kinds of seeds that you sow now I don't want to digress I'm going to end this podcast by um, citing something that um, one of my mentors said Les Brown he says one day you'll tell your story of how you overcame and that will be I'm just, I'm laughing because this is literally me right here. It says, one day you tell your story of how you overcame what you went through. And that will be someone's survival guide. Be somebody's survival guide. Even if your story, the full picture of your story is not in clear. It's not clear. Be somebody's survival guide. You can. There are so many times in my life when I've, been in the dark and the hardest thing about getting out of the dark the hardest thing about getting out of the dark is that you're not ready for the light you're usually not ready you sometimes we're so comfortable with the dark that if the light shows up it's like oh my goodness um that if the light shows up, it becomes too bright and it can blindside us and we're not prepared for it. So what makes me get out of it is just gratitude. I find something to be grateful for or I find somebody to sew in. Slowly I get used to the light and that helps. Our world is going crazy everywhere not just in the united states not just in africa not just in syria or yemen or wherever you may call it everywhere 
And that's simply because we're so self-centered. We're so self-centered that when it comes to just finding somebody to sew in, we judge it from so many different angles instead of just putting that seed in the ground and walk away. You don't have to rip from it. You don't have to come back and rip from it. Somebody sold for you to rip. Many people have sold for me to rip. Even as I speak right now, there's so many people mentoring me, coaching me, helping me, supporting me as I got furloughed from work and trying to learn a new skill in IT to get a new job, to do so many different things. I find it amazing amazing that there's always somebody out there who's willing to help and I want to sow those seeds now because somebody's going to need it in the future I'm going to end this podcast right now if you need to reach me please send me an email at anzelive at gmail.com or you can DM me on my Instagram. It's Anze Live. The handle is Instagram. My Instagram handle is Anze Live. You can also send me a message on Twitter. You can also find me on Twitter at Anze Live as well. So my all of my handles are Anze Live. A-N-Z-E-L-I-V-E. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, please, please feel free to DM me as well. I look forward to hearing from you. And I look forward to the next podcast. Hopefully you enjoy this much. Thank you and have a fantastic week ahead.